My first ever experience with Chaotic Stupid. I've been a GM for about five years now. I've GM'd a campaign with close friends and another for lovers of D&D. I've always had good players. They all got along and were playing to have fun. I've been laughing at many of the stories while thinking, ha, glad that's never happened to me. Well, it has finally happened. I just created a new setting, and I'm starting up a new campaign. I've had my eye on some potential players for a while. I prefer players who are laid back and get along with anyone. I like to run a one-shot with all candidates to see if their playstyle can fit with the type of campaign I like to run. I found a strong group of players and was looking forward to this campaign. I scheduled a session zero, and one of the players informed me that they've mentioned and invited another player. I was upset at first, but after hearing about their credentials and chatting with them through text, I decided to give it a try. Wizzy show up for session zero and informs everyone their character's a kid. Kind of a red flag, but okay. After going over housekeeping and world lore, we do a short playtest. It's a basic goblins have overrun my business and I'll pay you to get rid of them scenario. The group heads to the home of the quest giver, QG, and Wizzy says he just walks in without knocking. I mention it's the guy's home and it's locked. He whips out a lockpick set. Red flag too. The other players say they just knock on the door. The QG unlocks and opens the door. Wizzy pushes their way in and starts rummaging through the QG's belongings. Red flag three. I ignore him and interact with the other players. They all head to the business. Wizzy finishes up and joins. They get to the business and Wizzy states that they're going to just walk into the business and cast Fireball. It's level one. Red flag four. I let them know it's locked. The QG is hesitant about this group with this psycho child. He reluctantly unlocks the business. Wizzy, true to their word, walks in and starts burning down the establishment. Not fireball, but a torch and control flame. Wizzy starts screaming maniacally. Major red flag five. The QG stares in shock. The rest of the party does as well. They were discussing how they were going to search the establishment right before this, but now they just stand there. They begin to try to put the fires out and stop Wizzy to calm them down. I don't do PvP. Wizzy states they refuse to stop or be calmed down. Red flag six. Eventually, Wizzy stops when the other players convince them they might not get paid for this. Wizzy states how excitedly they are to eat cooked goblin. Red flag seven. Keep in mind, this is supposed to be a child. They find the goblins, kill them, and in the process, out of game, Wizzy is establishing that they're a boundary pusher when it comes to the rules. Can I push the burning crate against the goblin as a bonus action, causing force damage and fire damage? No, you can't. Out of combat, Wizzy is very loud and yelping constantly. We play in my basement directly under the rooms of my young kids who are asleep. Red flag eight. By the end of combat, it's taking everything in me not to just direct every goblin towards Wizzy, because they're being annoying. It's also taking everything in the other players not to just direct their attacks at Wizzy, who's looking like more of a threat to the QG's establishment than the goblins. They attack the goblins closest to Wizzy, hoping for a natural one, and that all rule Wizzy is hit by the errant swing or shot. No one is having fun except Wizzy. Once the goblins are defeated, Wizzy. I continue burning down the business. Final red flag. The other players look at them and say, yeah, we're not going to let you do that. It's late at this point. I ignore Wizzy and then interact with the farmer, who immediately leaves to tell the authorities about this psycho child. I ended the session here. Moral of the story, if you're going to run a major campaign, always have at least a one-shot with players you've never played with before mentioning a campaign to them. In this next story, the DM forces his player to be a bad guy and dislikes how the player reacts. Last week, I, FTP, first-time player, played in my first-ever TTRPG and D&D campaign. 
jumping in part way into Curse of Strahd, in which the DM made me feel isolated, bullied, and an NPC slash villain of the week. There will be three parts before game starts, during game, and banishment. Before game starts. I arrive at the DM's house, who I went to university with before he dropped out. We had a rough start, but I considered us friends. But after how he treated me, I felt abused. There's three other players, Druid, who's my best friend and has been here since start of campaign, and two guys I don't know, Warlock and Paladin, who will both be referred to as kidnappers. More on that later. I introduce myself and show my character as a halfling fighter cavalier, referred to as Fighter, who rides a mastiff as a mount, Bernie. I chat with other players for an hour as the DM plans out the entire session, and my introduction. This is apparently a common occurrence with this DM. During this time, I openly state, since DM is roleplay focused, I'd like to have a friendly dog that can roleplay better than a giant rat or pony, and do my best to learn and memorize the other characters. Eventually, the DM states he has finished planning and claims that I'll be a guard working for the evil church, that the party has to burn down. I stop him and ask, you want me to go against the party? He then states that I don't have to agree with the party. I saw this as a horrible thing to do. Not only in my first ever game I am pitted against the party, I'm also encouraged to go against them, and I must do high-level roleplay to go from bad guy to good, since I don't want to be a bad guy. During game. The session starts and the DM attempts to start the session with the older player's perspective opening with, Druid, you wake up next to Carla, who you spent the previous night with. How it was said sounded romantic in nature. Me being confused on who Carla is asked, does the Druid have a girlfriend? Who is Carla? That's when the DM explains that Carla is the party's adopted child, which is when I asked, where am I? What am I doing? Am I nearby? That's when the DM explained my character's location, which on review was an NPC assignment. I was stationed outside the church. I have a shift of sunrise to sundown. I live, eat, and stay at the church, and don't meet the party at the tavern, nor will I have the ability to meet them since they must come to me. I only get paid gold when I show loyalty, and my fellow guard has already been punished for unloyalty, and I've never met anyone of importance except the Archbishop, the bad guy who runs the church. The topper is that I'm given the description of kidnappers, paladin and warlock, and must oppose them and prevent them from entering the church. At the same time, the party recap among themselves as I was updated. They then do some roleplay with the DM at the tavern, and then roleplay a meeting with the mayor, while I sit on the sideline as they roleplay doing my best to take notes. After half an hour, the party arrive at the church, and I finally get to roleplay. Druid metagames and says she doesn't know the kidnappers and I let her in. The kidnappers attempt to roleplay with me and convince me to change sides and join them, because they also don't want me to be a bad guy, before I shoo them off, because that's my job. I tell them I will meet them after my shift to help look for some missing people, and see their evidence against the church. After which I reported to the archbishop, and told I will be rewarded for my loyalty but they can't pay me now. I then roleplay with the druid, and I insist that I walk her home since she was followed here by kidnappers and I don't know she's capable, which would be metagaming. She denies. This was my attempt for a good reason to leave the church, since I can't bribe or lie, no deception, to my fellow guards. We time skip to the end of my shift. I'm told I have a curfew and must lie to my fellow guards so I can meet the party at the tavern. I bring my dog into the bar since I'm entering a tavern where the kidnappers stay, which triggers an event with Carla where she states she's scared of my dog, because the mayor has the same kind of dogs. Some truth circles and evidence later I believe everyone in the session ends with me returning before curfew. I was upset that I did nothing, and had to spend the whole time roleplaying to a good guy. I am saddened by no one liking my dog, and was so upset I wrote a whole new character so I won't be seen as a villain by the party and NPCs. I planned my death for the next session, 
so I can play a bard that allows more roleplay opportunities. Banishment. The same time next week I'm told that the sessions are fortnightly, and I receive the following message from DM. DM. Actually, I do need to discuss with you about some of the comments you made during the previous session. I'll be flat out with you. Some of them were inappropriate. The main ones are asking whether or not Druid character has a girlfriend, which to clarify is slash was inappropriate especially given the context of the session and events, and is in no way relevant to the situation or session. Insisting on walking Druid's character back, even when she said that she could look after herself repeatedly, which should have been listened to, and not had the point pushed. My main gripe is with the first one, and unfortunately is not something that I can overlook. There's also the issue of attempting to play the main character in a team-slash-co-op game. I do not have the patience, nor am I particularly willing to accommodate such behavior. Given all of this, my decision is as follows. You will only be attending one more session at my table, and nothing beyond that. I am firm in this. End message. This relates to me not knowing or understanding who Carla was from the DM introduction, me attempting to roleplay away from the church, and me apparently bringing my dog into the tavern, which was an abuse of power, metagaming, and spotlighting. I attempt to defend my actions when he then accuses me of metagaming. Druid did it more. Abuse of power and making players uncomfortable. I contacted the Druid and they informed me the DM asked the players if I offended anyone and they said I didn't, meaning the only one offended was the DM. He said me being a villain was a good roleplay material, which is a hard ask for a first-time player, and compared my character's situation to Nazis during World War II, and felt justified putting my character in a difficult position, since it gave the players a benefit. They then continued to defend their actions and dismiss my arguments without apology. Not only did the DM isolate me from the players and make me feel like a villainous NPC, they then punished me instead of warning me of my actions, not caring for me being an FTP, but I felt like a jerk and like I was the problem. I felt sick and abused. The next day I discussed this with my friends and colleagues, and they agreed with me. The DM bullied me and did things I was uncomfortable with. They intended on me being an NPC, and the DM didn't care about the aspects that were important to my character. A colleague felt so bad that I was invited to try a TTRPG that would be starting up soon, even though they were at max capacity. I then informed the DM that our friendship is over, and I won't attend any more sessions. Was the DM correct in reacting the way he did? Am I wrong? Was this DM so upset that the player didn't like the role created for them he kicked them out? You decide and let us know. Please share your crazy DM stories in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel, All Things D&D. Stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content every Tuesday.